Hey you guys, it's Lucy. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. I feel like it's been forever. I know I've been super MIA lately um, and that's because I've been going through a lot of changes um, with the show, with my career, with my life in general. Um, it's been pretty hectic so that's why I've been a little out of the loop but I'm here. I'm still here. Um, so excited to get the show back up and running. Um, it's been a pretty long break and I'm already like super missing the show and all these topics that I see online. I'm like, ah, I can't wait to talk about it. I just, you know, I want to get my, my commentary in and, um, yeah, I, I really missed you guys, uh, hearing from you guys. I actually hear from you guys often and still, even when I'm like a little MIA, I know some of you, I actually message here and there and with some of you guys we're friends on facebook or any social media platform so we kind of stay in touch but it's really nice to talk to you guys again i'm really excited about everything i'm excited to get the show back up and running um i'm gonna put a little twist to it this time and we'll see how it goes but yeah we're i'm in the works of uh getting the show back up um i recently did a podcast i was a guest in my friend's podcast um it's called this it's called snooze and booze i'm sorry i'm over here like looking different directions because i'm actually driving uh, but yeah snooze and booze i was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and if you go to my profile maybe on my instagram i i posted the link or something it's it's somewhere on my facebook actually facebook twitter instagram it's pretty much everywhere um but if you guys didn't get a chance to listen to the podcast um i talked about you know the changes in with the show or you know, well let me just start here if you didn't listen to the podcast i'm gonna tell you here and now all right so as you guys may know if you've been following me for a while i was doing uh, my show with farside tv um i think i was with them for i was working with them for a while but with the show with the whole like network the tv farside tv um, I think it would have been a year this month, if I'm not mistaken. I, I'm actually not with them anymore. That's why you haven't seen me post any show stuff. Because I'm looking for a new studio and kind of a new location. Um, some people are asking me why. Why I left. Um, I think it was just time for me to, to just do my own thing, you know. Um, I... I very grateful for the opportunity the opportunity that I got with them um, but I just felt like it was time for me to move on and just continue to build my own brand um, yeah and that's pretty much it and I'm also no longer working at uh, SBS which is mega 96.3 slash La Raza that was another decision I had to make and it all happened kind of at the same time which is kind of why everything's been a little crazy and but it was decisions that I made it wasn't like I got fired or I got let go like it was all things that I I had to make a decision for what, what I thought was best for me and I mean it could be a little scary because you could feel like when I leave here will I still be who I am will I still have my following would I, you know, will I still have everything that I've built? And I do, I do, because people were fucking with me before this 
even came along. So the people that have been following me since I first started my show or since they first met me or whatever, they still continue to follow me. And I'm very grateful for you guys. And thank you so much for just being that loyal to me and for fucking with me. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited. But yeah, so those were decisions that I had to make um, with SBS. Um, I just felt like it was time to move on. I feel like I wasn't growing anymore with the company. Uh, I was with them for about a year and a half, maybe, maybe a little less. I'm not too sure. Um, for I mean, for a while, I was really happy. I was felt like I was moving forward, and things were moving along. But then I just started feeling like I was just there, you know, like I wasn't really doing anything that that I felt like would benefit. I mean, yeah, it benefited my career in a way, but at the same time, I have to be true to myself. And there was times where I would get frustrated because I felt like, well, how come I'm not getting the opportunity, you know? Um, And I felt like maybe some people around me did and I didn't, but it wasn't really that. It was just like I said, just the opportunity in general. Like I just felt like, okay, I mean, because some people would say, like, oh, you know, you're paying dues. Like, maybe in the Spanglish market, I'm paying dues. But, like, I've been interning and work. Like, I put in my work in radio already. Like, I came from power. I I worked with uh, Exhibit on his show that was on K-Day. Um, you know, so, like, I, I know how to edit video and audio. And I was working on the Lab Life Pro stuff with interviews and on camera. Like, I have... I feel like I have experience in everything, or not everything, but just in in everything that kind of consists of like being a personality or media personality, whatever. Um, And so I felt like I shouldn't be, I mean, I don't care, paying dues, I know that you gotta start from the bottom. I knew that going into Mega because um, I, I actually went in as an intern as well. I interned for a few months. The guy that I was interning for quit. Uh, they had an opening for the board operator boom i got hired and i knew like you know i gotta start from the bottom i gotta get the shitty shifts blah 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 so on so on but you know and i like i said i felt like i was moving forward for a little bit and then i just felt like it just completely stopped i just felt like i wasn't going anywhere and just kind of being true to myself and okay well maybe this is why i'm not getting the opportunity and i had to really sit and, and think about everything and what I was passionate about. I'm passionate about music, about radio, about TV, about interviews, you know? Like, I'm passionate about music in general. But my heart wasn't in the Spanish market. And I hate saying that because sometimes people take it the wrong way. They say that I think I'm too good and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not that I think I'm too good. It's not, it's, it has nothing to do with that. But what, what my passion is, is the English market. It's hip-hop. It's actually hip-hop. Okay, entertainment. Entertainment, hip-hop. Um, that's what I'm really passionate about. And I, I, one day I was talking to one of the guys from the station. And he said, I know what you're saying. I felt like that before. And I knew that I had to study my craft. Okay, focus on, you know, if I want to succeed in this market, at this station, I have to really put in the work and I knew that when he said that I said I know I know that I have to do that but I don't know if I'm willing to do that because 
on a daily basis i study hip-hop i i watch interviews every day i read hip-hop articles i mean my timeline is full of like you know everything hip-hop and entertainment and it wasn't like i have to do the research or i have to do the work it just felt like this is just something that i love doing and that's why i i watch it that's why i read it that's why i look at it um and so that's that's where for me it clicked like i mean i knew it all along but i knew that if i really wanted to succeed i had to kind of push that to the side and just really focus on the artists that belong in the genre of you know reggaeton and and uh, latin trap and like i said like i don't think that i was 100% willing to do that it's it, it just not what i'm passionate about and I have a big problem with doing things that I'm not passionate about because I just don't want to, I don't want to do things that don't make me happy, you know? I don't want to succeed in Spanish radio and then, like, I could have succeeded in hip-hop if I could have just, or in English, in the English market, if I would have just kept going, you know, if I wouldn't have gave it up. I mean, it could go either way, you know, we, we really don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen, but like, I, like I'm saying now, um, If I'm not willing to put in the work, then I felt like, then I really don't deserve the, the, the opportunity, you know? Like, I, I understand why when I'm turning in demos, I feel like, I feel like it sounded good. But while I was producing the demo, um, I felt like I really had to try to, uh, I felt like I really had to try to come up with my content and say it in a way where it would just sound cool or good or funny or like something clever and I couldn't sometimes I couldn't do it I felt like I don't know how I would say this like I have no idea and I would listen to other personalities and I just was like that's just not me like I don't speak like that I don't talk like that I don't say things like that I'm not you know I don't even know what that means and mind you I was born in Mexico you know but I was brought here at four years old I grew up here and I know that has nothing to do with it because I grew up speaking Spanish. Spanish was my first language. My parents speak Spanish. I speak Spanish at home. But I don't know. Like I just, my passion, I guess it just isn't there. And when I, like I said, when I listened to, you know, other radio personalities that, you know, in the Spanish market, I just felt like that's, that's just not me. That's not me. As much as I want it to be, that's not me. So I said, okay well maybe it's time to move on it's time to move on and that was it I quit the station and I said okay I need some time to think about what my next move is and I already have everything planned out I'm not ready to talk about it just yet because I kind of want it to be a surprise but yeah so that's kind of what's been going on in my life um i don't regret it i don't think i made the wrong decision i i think maybe other people may look at it like like i did but for me i feel good about it i i know that i made the right move um i just wasn't happy with you know what if i'm not going to get the opportunity that's cool in a way i feel like i didn't deserve it because of what i just explained but mostly i was just like you know if i'm not going to get it that's cool I'm not gonna be here and just work all these shitty shifts and shitty pay and 
weekends, you know, like that's all I was working was weekends and Monday. And I was like, yeah, I really don't want to do that. Like if I'm really not going to go anywhere here, I really don't want to work weekends and overnight and get paid, you know, the shitty pay. Which is another thing that really confuses me and it really pisses me off about workplaces that are supposed to be career career made or whatever it's just I, I just don't know how how that works because there's people who get loans you know to pay for school they take out loans to pay for this crazy tuition I paid my tuition my uh, community college tuition out of my pocket the first couple years so it really disappoints me that you have to go through all that and then when you get to like a place where you're it's supposed to be like a career employment you're getting paid minimum wage like i don't understand that it it takes the fun it almost makes it meaningless to go to college i mean you kind of have to go but there's people who can just get a job in radio and you know and they didn't even go to college for radio but it just, it's really disappointing. It's really, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I can't think of it right now, but. Disappointment, no, this, not disappointing. Discouraging, you know, to, to say, oh, well, go to school and you can get a better job. and But yet, a workplace that's kind of, I feel, I don't know if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about the way that I'm thinking. I could be, you know, but I just feel like if I'm paying tuition, taking out loans, or paying out of my own pocket, why do I have to work for a minimum wage? You know? And it just, it doesn't make sense. And it really makes me really mad. And I just refuse to work like that. I'm not going to work minimum wage and I think I have missed out on some good opportunities because I'm not going to accept minimum wage that's not I have enough experience and I'm not going to take minimum wage there's jobs that that there's jobs out there that pay you way more or pay you more I'm not going to say way more that pay you more and it's not even like a career it's not a career, it's a job, and they pay you more. How, how is it that you can make more at a regular job than... How is it you can make more working a regular job that doesn't require any skills or anything than working at a, at a, facility, at a, at a company where you're supposed to be you know making your career grow it just doesn't make sense to me and it really pisses me off i don't know who is doing this the government or whoever is doing it is freaking stupid i refuse to go through college to just get a a job in radio and i'm using like the air quotes a job in radio to work for minimum wage no that's just that just doesn't make sense it is just it doesn't make sense to me and it really really it's so disappointing it's and not only that but the job also is a little i hate like talking bad about people and it's not really i mean i'm really not because it's it's the truth i'm not lying but you know they overwork you 
you're running around back and forth and they want to pay you minimum wage no fuck that I, I'm sorry but I know what I'm worth and I'm not minimum wage worth I mean I'll, like I said when you when you love something when you love something you kind of put up with it and you know ex- of course I was excited at first and blah 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 but I'm not gonna be there for five years getting paid minimum wage I'm sorry I'm, I'm working somewhere else now that pays me more than what I was making at the station more hours more pay a more flexible schedule and what else another point I was trying to make I make more where I work now and I'm not overworked you know it's it's different definitely but I just don't see why that works that way it's I hate it I don't I don't appreciate it I don't accept it I don't support it I don't support it at all I know there's people who are willing to work a long time and and you know because they have this hope that something's gonna pop off but everybody there told me when I started there think of this as a school okay well I'm ready to graduate (laughs) that's how I felt like I'm ready to graduate I'm ready to go I'm ready to move on I'm not gonna be here four years just taking big promises or whatever I'm not I don't have time for that I'm not gonna be here it's just the way it is it's stupid but so yeah those were some of the things that kind of happened in my life just recently um it's actually been a few months but yeah like I said I'm happy to be here um as you may know I did post about my show being on TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Podomatic, Google Play, iTunes, and I think I'm missing one, SoundCloud. So yeah, we're like everywhere now. (laughs) So make sure you guys uh, look it up, follow, or listen to wherever, to whatever uh, platform you like the best. Uh, I'm really grateful to still have you know the credibility credibility that I have I'm really grateful for you guys I'm just excited about everything I can't wait to to get the show going get things going back again um, yeah it's it's been it's been a while since well how long has it been since I started the show it's been a couple years actually but yeah um, if you don't already follow me follow me on social media everything is at Lucy Darling 27 so yeah if you want to listen to the interview I did with the snooze and booze podcast just search snooze and booze on iTunes I've been there a few times I think two three times this was my third time with them and I opened up about the whole DACA situation also about my speech that I did I was so excited about it because I didn't know how important I mean at the time yes I did I knew how important it would be but you never imagined uh, getting to this point where like someone's trying to get rid of it now like a president and then you have to you know you have to kind of go back to it again and reopen the um, open up that conversation again but yeah I talked about my speech it was one of the most I think it was one of the most transparent moments of my life of my life sorry my voice broke of my life and as a student 
because when I was first thinking about doing that speech, I was nervous. I was kind not scared. But you always think like, what are people going to think about me? Are they going to make fun of me because I don't have papers? Are they going to look at me different? Are they, you know, and, and they, they do look at you different. <clears throat> As I explained in, in the Susan Boost podcast, uh, I talked about how, you know, people have a, a certain perception of like, oh, you know, well, they're immigrants, they should go back, whatever. And they never imagine like, I was brought here at four years old. I don't know anything besides... California you know I grew up here in in the United States it wasn't my choice to come here I never said hey mom let's go to Paramount and start a new life and uh, yeah like for me even though I was born in Mexico I have no idea what Mexico looks like I, I if I was deported right now I wouldn't know where to go I wouldn't know what to do I wouldn't know who to contact I wouldn't know anything you know, I would be in, in a foreign land and doing, I don't know what, crying probably because I'd be so nervous and scared. And I feel like when I brought up that point, specifically one of the students that I sat next to, which I, we actually worked together in other speeches after that, um, and she mentioned that. She's like, I never thought about it that way. I mean, I mean, you don't know better sometimes. You don't, you don't know because you don't have someone in the family that goes through that or that is going through that. So when someone else brings up that point, then you're just like, oh, wow, I never thought about it like that. Like, I can't go back to Mexico. If I go back, I, can, I can't come back. But, but people will say, that's where you belong. That's where you were born. Yeah, but I, I don't know anything about Mexico. I don't know nothing. You know, this is my home. And, and that really made me feel good that that people could relate or that people could see see it in another light. And I'm here attending school. I'm here working. I'm raising a kid. You know, I'm not just taking advantage of the system. I always did what I had to do. You know, I, I was raised to, to work hard, not to like sit on my ass and just chill. When I was trying to sit on my ass and chill, I always got in trouble. It was those Saturday mornings, like, uh-uh, you get up and you help me clean the house. Even on our days off, we had to work, so we're kind of used to that. I mean, I am. I, that's what I've always been taught. It's never been an easy life at all. I, I've always helped mom with the cleaning and with the kids. and ugh, I hated my life as a kid because of that. But I know that it prepared me for a lot of things, you know? So anyway, I opened up about that with them. I opened up about relationships, I think. <laughs> I can't remember. We just we talk about so many things on their show. It's really cool. It's very fun. Um it, it's a great podcast. You guys got to take a listen. Snooze and Booze is what it's called. Check it out on iTunes. I think they have it on TuneIn as well. But for sure iTunes, so check iTunes first. Okay, and just a quick little plug for my friend Rocksteady, Long Beach represented. Uh, I gotta give a big shout out to him because he's releasing freestyles every Tuesday. Anyway, he's releasing freestyles every Tuesday on his uh, Instagram. If you don't follow him, go follow him now. It's at krocksteady, 
I also reposted some of his freestyles on my page at Feed Me Radio, and so just go check it out on Instagram. I mean, he's he's really dope. I love his sound. I've always been a fan of his music. Um, he has like plenty of albums you can listen to. So go follow him. Click on his links and enjoy. Uh, he has like a trilogy of uh, like space not space music but how should i say it uh space and space inspired artwork for his albums and it's really dope so go check it out um i've always been a fan of his work like i said and he gets down so two tuesdays every tuesday he releases instagram freestyles gotta check it out man and if you also make music and you want to be featured on my website or even mentioned on the podcast um send me over your music contact lucy 20 i think it's lucy 27 oh fuck you know what feed my radio at gmail.com that's the easiest way um i'll listen to your bars or tag me tag me in your video spinning freestyles i'll repost them on feed my radio instagram and um maybe we can bring you in for an interview because you guys know like if you've been following me for a long time you know that i love freestyles freestyles are like my disneyland like i freaking hate disneyland because it's so crowded and it's not the happiest place on earth for me it's like the crowdiest place on earth place on earth and but yeah but freestyles are my disneyland so if you have really dope freestyles tag me in your freestyles or if you know someone who has really dope bars freestyles anything just tag me in their post and i'll repost it on feed my radio uh instagram and we can talk about it on the show we'll, we'll try to bring you in for an interview and get you to do a freestyle on the show i've um i've had other artists do that like destruct hazard Armin, um, who else? All Angles. Uh, oh my God, I've had several people on the show do freestyles, and it's it's always like my favorite part. Hasib, Hasib did a, did a Hasib did a freestyle with us. Um, it's always like my favorite part of the show. Uh, we always close out with the freestyle when when we're gonna have a freestyle because it's it's just the best way you know go out with a bang so yeah um hit me up let me know what's up tag me in your post or your friend's post but yo if it's not dope don't tag me okay don't tag me because i know a lot of people be like tagging people and oh come to my party and blah 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 like bruh i don't want to buy no jerseys from you i don't want to buy no sunglasses from you don't tag me no shit that i'm not involved with at all at all like i don't i don't i know it sounds rude but it just gets annoying like i'm lucy you're tagged with like 500 other people in this post about jerseys i don't even fucking wear jerseys <laughs> i actually have one jersey and it's a kobe bryant jersey a white one i'll have to wear it one of these days so you guys can see it are, is, are we in basketball season <laughs> oh no it's football season duh uh, yeah, so everybody is uh, in football season, apparently, except myself. I don't really follow sports like that. Um, it's never really been my thing. Uh, there was, like, a time where I was following sports, not, like, faithfully. Okay, check this out. One time I went to a bar, right? It was, like, when the Lakers were playing uh one night and we would go out to a bar to watch the game have some drinks and then after go to like a lounge and drink some more and i was i could maybe i was wearing the jersey or maybe the guy was i don't know but everybody was asking about the game 
and one of the guys asked me you know whose team i was rooting for and i was like duh lakers of course la uh, duh okay so he asked me if i like watched all the games or do i only watch when it's in the finals and i was like oh no yeah i only watch when they're in, in the finals he's like oh so you're one of those and i said yeah i am and i was so honest about it that i feel like he was upset that i was so honest about it like oh you could have lied like for what what do i have to lie to you for i don't have to lie to you this is this is the real you know like yeah i'm one of the ones one of those people who watches the game when they're in the finals like i don't i'm not embarrassed to, i wasn't embarrassed to say that i don't know if i would say that now i mean actually i don't even watch anything now but i mean i just felt like why am i gonna lie you know like if you start ask if i lied and you started asking me questions about 1990 whatever and who was on the team and blah 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 i would have been like uh shack <laughs> you know but no i just, i kept it real because i don't i don't have a reason to lie why would i lie i just came out for the finals because everybody's out everybody's excited excited everybody's drinking we're all having a good time you know just live your life bro <laughs> so yeah um that was the only the only time i really kept up with sports i really don't keep up with sports like that i am aware of everything that's going down with the taking a knee and calling kaepernick Um, while I was working at Mega, I was working with Eddie, and um, it was one of the stories that he covered often. So I'm a little familiar with it. I do see a lot of posts about it in my in my uh, timeline on Instagram and, and even Facebook. So I am familiar with it. I, I I feel like the real boycotting of football would be not watching it. I, I did tell some I did tell someone I know that today. Because, you know, I know men get excited about watching football and, oh, well, you know, I don't agree with, or, or I do agree with Colin Kaepernick, but, and I was like, well, you know, watching it is kind of supporting it. And, I mean, you can disagree or agree or disagree. Uh, I feel like, I, J. Cole said the same thing, you know, like, the real challenge is not watching football, but it's one of those things, like, I don't know. I guess you have to watch it. I don't. I know some people have stopped watching it. It's kind of like when when boxing comes around and everybody's upset. Everybody's betting on whoever is you know on whoever they they like or whatever. And when the fight is over and we know who won and who lost and all these bets and all these people lost money and won money and everybody's upset because it was you know it was it was a fixed fight and blah 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 like. You guys know this is going to happen every year, and yet you continue. Hello? I just feel like nothing is, like, legit anymore. I feel like everything is made to be corrupt. You know, the government, fights, sports, everything. Food, medicine. It's just not... It's just not real, y'all. Like, I was thinking about how... Bob, uh, not Bob, I was going to say Bob, how B.O.B. Uh, started a GoFundMe account to prove, to help prove that the earth is flat. And I was like, what an idiot, you know, like, this is just, he's an idiot. Why the fuck is he doing all this? And I started thinking, like, well, it was proven that the earth is round, right? And then, you know, with the whole eclipse that happened, like, a few weeks or, no, a few months ago or a month ago or whatever, Um, it, I, I felt like, okay, there's there's proof that, you know, 
the solar system exists and planets and but then I started thinking do I really believe what the government is telling me because they're showing me a picture of you know these planets uh, what is it called I can't think hovering no not hovering fuck can't think of the word I mean like I just said everything is corrupt why do I believe that you know and so we really don't know and if you're a very religious person then for you it's almost like that part doesn't even exist it's just you know a god a miracle of god that we just you know we live in this world and everything is created through him and that's the crazy part for me because i feel like i believe in science and i believe in religion or whatever i was taught you know as far as what god created um I wouldn't say that I'm a person that goes to church every Sunday because I don't. I haven't been to church in a long time. Uh, it's been, I'd say, about a year. Um, but before that, I was I was going to church mostly because we had to. And before that, I wasn't going to church since I was a kid. Just because I, I as a kid, I hated going to church. I felt like we were at church forever, and I never enjoyed it. I just felt like I want to get out of here no i want to get some churros i want to go home and let's get out of here so i think as a grown-up i didn't have that motivation to attend church because i just thought it was like too long but it turns out it's only an hour mass it just felt like forever as a kid as a kid it felt like it was two hours like i hated church anyway my point is i'm not super religious and i'm i also don't just believe in science or I mean I also don't just believe in science I believe in both you know I believe that it's just it's there how do how do these you know eclipses and I mean I don't know when I start really thinking about it even more I just get confused myself because I don't know what's real anymore I doubt everything in a way it's kind of scary so who knows who knows what's real my point was is I really don't trust the government I don't trust even the food industry scares me because here we are as a vegan now oh I'm a vegan you know I don't eat meat I don't eat this I don't eat dairy I don't I know they sneak it into our food bruh I know for sure and if they don't like I know that you, you, we all know that uh, chicken and whatever are injected with steroids and hormones and blah 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 and so on and so on. I just feel like even in vegan food, especially now that it's become so popular, I feel like they put stuff in our food too. I, I believe that there's more to it than just that. Sometimes I feel I just don't trust it. But at the end of the day, what I say is. All we can do is try. That's all I can do is try to, within myself, be or feel like like I'm not supporting or participating in in uh, in slaughtering animals. It's not something that it's not something that I support. It's not something that I that I'm okay with. That's why I became vegan because of that. I don't. 
it just it confuses me and it puts me in a mindset of why do we live in a world where that's allowed when you watch those videos well when i watch them i can't not cry and i always ask myself why do we live in this type of world where animals are suffering in that way where babies get raped or young kids get raped where people get killed where people get shot at a concert for no fucking reason why do we live in this type of world and when i feel when i really think about all that i stress myself out how can i make a change can we pray hard enough to make this go away and then i think sometimes why does god allow things like that why does god allow kids to be murdered and raped and beaten i i don't know i don't know who who to blame i don't know why it happens i i would like to know why it happens um it's just beyond me and when i get stressed out about it because i just overthink everything i lay down at night when i'm going to sleep and i pray i cry and i pray i don't want animals to go through this i don't want kids to go through hunger and um through pain through murder through sexual abuse it scares me to think that it's not happening anywhere near me and thank you for that god but that it's happening somewhere in the world and i always ask myself that same question why do we live in this type of world why is everything out to kill us whether it's medicine food murderers we live to die I always I was reading an article about Patrick Swayze because I remembered how he looked you know in the last few months before he died and I always thought like I I know that this is just something that happens in movies but movies are reality and I always tell people that I'm going to quickly change subject really quick Black Mirror on Netflix or any movie aliens technology all these things that we see in movies I think that it's real it's real maybe we're not there yet as a whole but someone is there cuz someone says hey Look at these ideas. Look at this. Watching Black Mirror really put it into perspective like technology. I always said, I always said this. I always say this. I always think this. Technology will be the end of humanity. Watch Black Mirror. This is real. Even though it's supposed to be fiction, it's not fiction. It's it's not unreal. It's real. It's real. Somebody out there already has things that do that. 
I think so. I can. I probably sound like a crazy person, but there's a. It's a reality. Aliens. How is it that somebody just imagines things like that? Is that possible? Or is it more like somebody has seen it before, and in, in, in dreams? in reality, in whatever, in outer space. I feel like somebody has seen it. And why do we see things like that? Because they're, they exist. I believe that. I truly believe that. This already exists. And just like when they say there's no cure for AIDS, there is a cure. There's a cure for AIDS, but it's not available for everybody, for the middle class, you know, working, working class, whatever, it's not available, but it's there. There's a cure for everything. What I truly believe is that they don't want you to be cured. They want you to live sick, to keep purchasing products and and keep doing tests and because it's the way they make money, which brings me back to my Patrick Swayze point. In movies, pay attention. When somebody gets diagnosed with cancer, they look okay, maybe a little tired, or some, they show signs of, of sickness. But once they start treatment, they look worse. And I always wonder, why do they always look worse after starting treatment? Shouldn't they get better? And I, it's, I've thought about this as a kid, and I, it's, it has never left my mind. Now, I don't really watch TV, but this last year, I, uh, I got cable, and I started watching a little TV here and there. I got it for my daughter. I really didn't care for it, but I got it mostly for her. I started watching a little bit of TV, and commercials. Commercials are so funny because antidepressant commercials, they're so funny because they tell you that this antidepressant will help whatever it's supposed to help. But the side effects are thoughts of suicide, headaches, nausea, blah, 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 so on and so on. So is this pill supposed to help me? And this is why I'm such a big, I'm not, amb- not going to say ambassador, that's, this is why I'm a big supporter of marijuana because it's natural. Um, and I even heard that now they're going to put stuff into marijuana to just make it this big old, oh my God, it's just going to be, ugh, I, I don't trust anything. Anyway, back to my point. So this pill is supposed to help one thing that you're suffering with, but it's going to fuck up like five more. Why? Why am I depressed and I got to take this pill for depression But this side effect of this pill will make me have thoughts of suicide. So this pill is really not going to help me. It's really going to kill me. But I got to keep taking it to help my depression. But it might kill me somehow. How does, you know, how, how does this work? And the more and more I started paying attention to commercials with antidepressants, with depressants, with anything, with any pills. I don't, I don't take pills. That's why I don't take pills because 
this is what it helps for, but the side effects are far more worse than what it's actually helping. So really, it's fucking you up. And I felt the same way about um, Patrick Swayze because I felt like he looked... Oh, I hate saying this because it sounds bad, but like he looked terrible. And I felt so bad to look at him like that and how, he, how we remember him in um, Dirty Dancing. He's such a handsome guy. And of course, age or whatever, but it's like they go from zero to 100 real quick. How? And I started looking up, doing my own little research on Patrick Swayze, and boom. What I thought, my conspiracy of what happened to Patrick Swayze, what really killed him was the treatment. I, I read an article about it. I, I can't remember exactly where. Uh, obviously on Google, but I, I can't remember where it led me to. Um, I said, yeah, that's exactly what I thought happened to him. He, people don't die from cancer. I could be wrong. I'm not a doctor. I don't study medicine. I don't study any of this. I just go by what I see. And I could be completely wrong. I could be. I probably am. But I just, just from looking, from watching, observing, if something, if you're starting treatment for one thing, why is your body suffering in other areas it could be very small areas which don't cause uh, something to react serious and into where they to where they can catch it you know but the doctors will tell you oh what this treatment what this treatment caused you to get an allergic reaction or it caused you know it somehow created this rash in your body or this other side effect, it's not carrying you, bro. And I and, and I thought to myself the other night, just random. I just random think about randomly think about things like this. If I was diagnosed with cancer or diabetes or anything, would I would I get treatment for it? Because I'm so against it. I'm so against it. I feel that getting treatment would kill me faster than without treatment and I thought to myself would I would I get treatment I couldn't answer that myself I don't know because it's I think it would scare me so much that I would think about getting treatment and I think it, in a way it would be fair for me to get treatment you know, just to get a little bit, uh, to give a little peace of mind to my family. But deep down, I would be extremely scared that I'm really just killing myself. Have I become too doubtful? Do I sound like a crazy person? I don't know. I just, I just think about all these things all the time. What do you guys think? I want to know. Send me an email or tweet me at LucyDarling27. Tweet me, send me an email, uh, Facebook me, DM me on Instagram. I want to know what your thoughts are on what I just said. You can call me crazy because I know it sounds crazy, 
I think everybody has kind of their own conspiracies and I want to hear it. I, I want to hear your thoughts on that. I want to have a segment where I talk about relationship stuff because I feel like people, everybody can relate to that. Something that I wanted to talk about today was cheating, but I think I'm going to leave that for the next episode because I'm running out of time and I really want to know your thoughts. So I'm going to be posting something on Facebook about it and I'll be reading your thoughts and responses, comments and all that on the next episode. I didn't really talk about a lot of music this time around because... I mean, there is a new Wu-Tang song that I posted on my Facebook, but I don't have all details on it, so I don't want to talk about it, and I don't know anything about it. I did hear it, and it was pretty dope. If you haven't heard it, head over to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash lucydarling27. Uh, it should be on my timeline, so just, you know, uh, let's give it a listen, and let me know what you think. Rest in peace, Hugh Hefner, he just died, uh, I think, last week. The very legendary Mr. Hugh Hefner, rest in peace. I was actually watching uh, Chris Brown's documentary, Welcome to My Life, last night on Netflix. First of all, I know this is going to sound stupid, but the first thing I noticed, some of the editing was bad. It was like cutting off before people were done talking. So I can't remember the guy's names that were credited in, for editing. But yeah, uh, you were cutting a little too, like maybe like a frame too soon. That's my first critique. Secondly, uh, it was a very good documentary. Um, I was surprised that he opened up so much about the whole Rihanna situation. Because we haven't really heard a side from Chris Brown. You know, we heard Rihanna's side and we heard the reports and the blogs and everything else out there but we haven't really heard anything from him or his side of the story just listening to it I'm not gonna say that I know him or I know her but what he explained happened I knew that's what had happened I don't know Rihanna personally obviously but sometimes you can just tell by how people are the way they carry themselves the things that they say or how they say them and just I don't know, like vibes. If you go off of vibes, and I mean, not that I've been around her, but I just, I could just, you could just feel it, right? Sometimes. And I felt like it was that type of relationship, you know, where they were getting physical with each other, hating each other. I'm not gonna say that it's okay because it's not okay. It's never okay. But I kind of figured it was that type of situation. Um, I guess he's been through a lot I feel like a lot of the things that he went through It was You know, you're young You're not thinking You, Especially for people like them Who have like all this power as celebrities You know, they're young kids Who make millions and travel everywhere And you know, they have so much power And sometimes it gets the best of you and it sucks because you have to go through everything in front of the world. And that's, I think, the worst part uh, about it. But I was always and remained a fan of his music. And I mean, I try, I try to leave. I mean, because I don't know them personally. I, I don't... I, I can't say, well, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's It's... 
it's a crazy situation. It's it's kind of hard to talk about. I think I talked about this with my friend Stephen Loaf on their podcast, maybe on the first episode I did with them, on my first appearance, because it's kind of like R. Kelly, you know, like he's a perv, rapist, whatever he is, cult leader. <laughs> um, yet he he's a musical genius, you know. He he is one of the greatest if not the greatest r&b singer of all time and he has given us great production great music great lyrics great memories but we you know there's this other part of r kelly where you're like Ugh. he's a musical genius and then he's just this perverted cult leader it's just kind of hard to explain because it, it just sounds bad. Trying to explain why you support an artist that you really appreciate and love and whatever is really hard when they have this other bad side to them. Um, so I'll just kind of leave that as that. But um, also, Lady Gaga's documentary Five Foot Two on Netflix. Go watch. Go watch those documentary. I love watching documentaries. I feel like I learn a lot about a person, about an artist. I feel like it's still produced in a way, you know, to where it's, you know, makes, I don't know, I don't know if I want to say it makes them look relatable or make them look good or whatever, but I, I still watch them. I, I read, I read um, biographies, I watch biopics, I'm all about documentaries, and the latest ones that I've watched was the Lady Gaga, which had me crying, um... And I'm pretty sure, I'm almost 100% sure that after watching that documentary of Lady Gaga, you'll go back and watch the, the Super Bowl performance. I connected with Lady Gaga in so many ways in this documentary. And, and she goes, she gives us a little behind the scenes of, you know, working on the album Joanne. And that's, that's, that's what I love. I, I love behind the scenes. How did we get to this piece of artwork? You know, because it's so amazing, especially for a million reasons. It's a one. It's a great song. The moment that I've heard it, that I heard it on, uh, she was on the carpool karaoke with James Corden. She sang it a cappella, and instantly I was like, I'm gonna love this song already. And sure enough, it's my favorite song on the album. And in the documentary, she there's a scene where she's talking about she's working on the new song and it's that song and I was like oh my god and I just started crying and oh it's a really good documentary you gotta go watch it she talks about Madonna she talks about a lot of things that you know I, I didn't know a few of the things that she talked about and it's really cool to to kind of get a a little bit of a background on that so if you haven't watched it go watch that and the Chris Brown documentary is also really good try to watch it with an open mind i mean i know a lot of people just kind of see him as a woman beater and oh fuck chris brown i don't fuck with him whatever but you know we're all human we all make mistakes i'm pretty sure that there we've all i'm pretty sure that we've all done stuff that we don't like talking about or even think about you know there's 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 things about myself that were like oh i don't even like to think about that situation i don't even want to give it any thought because I, I just hate it I, I hate that that was a part of my life or that it happened so but yeah I mean we've all had our share 
of ups and downs so i'll just end on this positive note you guys stay safe um it's really unfortunate what's going on in the world with all these natural disasters and shootings and concerts that one really 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 made me really sad the vegas one because i'm a huge concert goer and it's just scary to think that you're out to celebrate music with a bunch of people strangers and you guys all enjoy music and those moments are always magical to me when i'm at a concert and i start looking around and like all these people here united to listen to this person perform and we all have that in common right now we all um we're all here excited and happy and that's what i love to see i i love looking around and seeing people so happy music does that to people and the, what happened in vegas it's really unfortunate because like i said it's supposed to be a happy exciting uniteful i don't know if that's a word moment and it's it's scary to think that somebody could do things like that for what reason i don't know and it just really scared me it made me really sad i was listening to some stories on uh, on my way to work listening to ryan seacrest and it was heartbreaking i was trying not hard, so hard not to cry and it also scared me on a different level because as a parent of a 15 year old my daughter attends concerts now you know she wants to be out and doing things like that and it just really really made me more sad and more scared and you know we we always find a way to protect our kids or you know hope that we were there to protect them but when things like that happen you just have no control you have no control of life anymore you know not that we ever do but that's just one of those moments where we have no control we don't know when it's going to happen how where you know and it's just really scary to think that that in a moment of joy something can go terribly wrong and someone can just come in and destroy that happiness for millions of people or hundreds or thousands of people so everyone stay safe hug your loved ones tell them that you love them every day um be grateful grateful to have your family and people who care about you friends and all that i'm definitely very grateful for all each and every one of you guys listening thank you so much for your support i'll be talking to you guys very very soon please be patient i'm i'm working on getting the show back up so we'll be up soon and we'll be we'll be back to our freestyles and all that good stuff so so make sure you check in with me on social media at lucydarling27 snapchat instagram twitter facebook what else i know i'm missing something but anyway everything is at lucydarling27 if you want to ask a question send um a freestyle or something anything just email me at feedmyradio at gmail.com all right i'll be talking to you guys very soon we'll see each other online all right bye guys